Unlock the past and safeguard your memories with ScanMyPhotos.com. Here's our special promo code, GODIGITAL, to get a whopping up to 50% off your photo scanning order. Don't let your cherished moments fade away. Digitize them now with precision and care. Whether it's old slides, photos, or films, bring them into the digital age and relive those precious memories. This is an affiliate promotion, meaning we may earn a commission if you take advantage of this fantastic deal. Act fast, preserve your history, and save big with Go Digital at ScanMyPhotos.com. I'm Maureen Taylor, the photo detective. I really love family photographs, all of them, from the mystery images you find in shoeboxes and albums to the pictures you snap with your digital devices. No mystery is too small. A simple question about an image can lead to new stories of your ancestors. This means you can count on me to help you identify the people in them, offer solutions for preserving and organizing them, and yes, even guide you in the various ways to gather and share picture stories with your relatives. Welcome to The Photo Detective, where we cover historical image analysis, genealogy, and how to work with your family photo collection. My guest today is Carrie Lund, co-founder of the History Camp. And History Camp is the coolest thing ever for those of us history geeks. Carrie, welcome to The Photo Detective. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here with you. So I was reading through your bio, and I thought History Camp had been around for decades. But in fact, you started the very first History Camp in 2016. Well, I started History Camp Colorado in 2016. However, Lee Wright started History Camp in 2013. So I actually started History Camp Colorado in 2016. But Lee Wright came up with the concept and started developing it in 2013. And he worked with Sam Foreman, John Bell, and Liz Covart, who really encouraged him to try this out. And in 2014, he launched the first history camp. And that was held in Cambridge, Massachusetts. So that's where it started. And it has grown there ever since. And in 2016, I heard about it in Colorado, and I decided I had to check it out. So I flew out to Boston, attended History Camp Boston, and decided absolutely, I've got to do this in Colorado, flew back and started that in Colorado. And Lee and I have worked together ever since. And we decided in 2018 to start putting together a nonprofit called The Pursuit of History. And that would allow us to take History Camp to more places, more cities and regions around the country. So we formed that actually last year in 2019. So for those listeners that don't know what a history camp is, it's like a camp for adults where we just talk about history stuff and we have cool lecturers come and present on topics and then we have discussions. But I mean, it's perfect for anyone history minded. But why don't you explain what history camp really is? 
I think actually that's a pretty good start there. So History Camp is a casual conference for adults, despite camp being in the name. And it's really, if you love history, you would love History Camp because you're there together with a whole bunch of people who love history and want to talk about it and want to learn about it. And there are several different sessions running throughout the day. You get to choose what you want to go and listen to. And we don't have a theme, so we get all sorts of history. So it, maybe you get some Revolutionary War, maybe you get some, uh, we've even had Roman legionary history. We get lots of local history. So there's always something for everyone that they're interested in. And it's just a great time to connect with the people who are speaking, with authors and just other people who love history. Well, I had planned to attend this past year, 2020, and then the whole thing got canceled. But the good news is you've taken History Camp online with weekly presentations on the History Camp Facebook page. Right. Obviously, this year has been a challenge for everyone. And we've had to kind of retool and rethink. And we decided that we would do weekly broadcasts uh, with historians and authors so that we could still bring history to our fans who absolutely love it and want that to be part of their life. And on Facebook, they're absolutely free. And you can watch right. any of them at any time, obviously, because it's on social media. I did one a couple of months ago on the last Muster Books and mm -hmm. talked a little bit about my old Providence project. But tell me from your perspective, what some of the most exciting moments in history camp have been for you? You know, I love the energy at a history camp because when you go to history camp, everyone's really excited to be there. It's not, you know, when you think back to school field trips and you have a lot of people who go because they have to go, this is people who are there because they want to be there and they're very excited. And so it's really fun to see people connecting and excited excited about what they're learning. And my favorite thing, and this happens at every single history camp, at least two or three people come up to me and say, my head is going to explode. There's so much information. I just am going to have to go home and just relax all night. This was amazing. You know, and I love that because I'm a learner. I love to learn. And so I understand what they're talking about. And it's really fun to see people excited about learning and expanding, you know, their understanding of history. And anyone can present at history camp. I mean, it doesn't, you mm -hmm. don't have to be a professional historian with a doctor in history or even an MA in history. You could be the person who started a local history project in your neighborhood and you want to get the word out about it and present it to people and get their feedback. Maybe, maybe they'll give you feedback on a direction in which you can move. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. And we have had some of the most presentations from people who are maybe they're a docent at a museum and they have spent years and years and years researching and learning and discovering, you know, more about whatever specific topic or person that they're really interested in. And they don't really have another venue where they can go and share what they have learned. So this is a place that they can come and do that. And we have, for example, we had a gentleman come from New Mexico up to History Camp Colorado. And 
in his professional life, it's not history related at all, but he's always had a passion for the Revolutionary War. And there's a specific person in time that he really focused in on and studied. And he said, I don't know what to do with this information, but I have searched over and over years and got all this information. And then I discovered History Camp and realized that's what I do with it. I can go here and present this and share all this knowledge that I've learned. So for someone like that, it's a perfect venue. We welcome everybody and we feel like we can all learn from each other. Well, it reminds me of the local dentist here who has done spreadsheets on all the Revolutionary War sites in the area. And his day job is he's like an oral surgeon, but his night hobby is researching the revolution. And so he would be the kind of person who could present at history camp. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love the whole idea. to learn from them. Yeah. I love the whole idea because as adults, I mean, what are our venues to learn more about the topics in which you're interested, especially history? I mean, where are we going to go? You have to go back to graduate school or take classes mm-hmm. at the college level. I've heard of round tables where a group of people get together. Mm-hmm. Certainly, I, I lectured at one in, in New York City. But for the most part, the average person who really likes history and all of their relatives and friends roll their eyes, oh my goodness. History camp is a place where you can find like-minded individuals and have a discussion about whatever is being, whatever you're reading or whatever topic is being discussed or presented. It's basically a group of people who like history, just like you and me. Exactly. And, you know, one of the founding principles of history camp was we wanted it to be open to anyone who loves history. So you don't have to have a degree in history. You can be that dentist. You can be a plumber. You can be a banker. You know, you can. We have people from all walks of life that come and and participate in this. And we try to keep the cost of it down as much as possible so that it's available to more people. And we hold it on a Saturday, so it's a day long event on a Saturday. So that again, as many people as possible can come and join us and and enjoy it. And it is a, a great venue for people who want to learn about history. And if you if you're not in a professional affiliation, it is sometimes hard to find places to do that, especially to get a large variety of history and a full day just packed with with great information. Well, and you have great t-shirts that go with the event. So you can wear your t-shirt <laughs> afterwards and like tell everyone, I went to history camp. I'm an adult, but I went to you history camp to learn. <laughs> you can <Exactly>. come too. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so how does your background in financial services tie into your interest in history? Or basically, I guess what I'm what I'm asking is, why are you interested in history? And is there a particular historical time period that's your favorite? Good question. So I actually have a degree in history, but I don't have a master's in history. And so history camp works for me the same way it does for so many people. So I have always loved history. That's always been kind of my thing. But I was working in the financial services industry. And this was a way for me to become involved in history. 
and kind of fulfill that passion. And so for me, it has just been perfect. And in the work that I've done professionally, I do a lot of organizing, a lot of detail you know, work. And so that has translated well in terms of planning events and in kind of coordinating everything that we do at the pursuit of history. But I have, I have just always loved history, in particular, early American history. But I love learning about all, all sorts of, of history. So, you know, one of the things that on our History Camp broadcast is we have lots of different topics all over the place. And we love that because and I love the American Revolution, but there's so much more to learn, too. Lots and lots to, to take in. So when I was a kid, I was interested in history. I thought I was going to be an archaeologist. Yes. So I went into history, which I find actually very exciting. And I can't imagine a moment in my life where I wasn't interested in history. I mean, I was like a little tiny mini history geek. But for you, is there a moment where you realized that this is what you liked? Was there a book that you read or a class that you took or some event yeah. in your life? Well, I do not remember a time that I did not like history. However, I remember sitting in a class with one of my favorite teachers in high school, I think it was maybe my freshman year. And this particular teacher loved history. And she was really good. She wasn't, you know, and I, I don't mean to be negative, but a lot of times in history classes, we tend to focus a little bit too much, I think, on memorizing dates and names and places. And you miss the story when you do that. And it's the story that people connect to. And that's how we learn to love history. And this particular teacher was good at the story. I don't specifically remember what topic we were talking about, but I just remember coming away from her class time and again just excited to learn more and excited because she was excited and she could tell us the stories in a way that you, it kind of caught your attention and sucked you in. Right. So when I was a senior in high school, we had a class that was team talk. It was an experimental class and it was called humanities. And so you had somebody talking about the history of music and the history of art and history in general. And we had a person teaching English. And those four individuals made me think that it was possible to actually be interested in history for the rest of my life, that this could be a pursuit because they were all talking right. about stories. I would agree with that fully. What are you going to do with the pursuit of history? What are you trying to do with working on that with Lee Wright? Well, our aim with the pursuit of history is to help engage adults with history. We believe that people gaining a broader understanding of history has never been more important. And I think we're seeing that. And we want to help people learn more about history and then connect them with historic sites in their area and also across the country. And we have a few things we do to facilitate that obviously history camp and then history camp online and this summer one of the things that we talked about when we had to kind of cancel everything this year is 
how do we engage people and still try to connect people with history when they can't go out and see it? They can't go visit the museums or the historic sites as normally they would want to. And we decided to create a new program called America Summer Road Trip. And we had that on August 1st this year, and it was a 12-hour virtual road trip. And we visited 12 historic sites across the country from coast to coast. And each site did a tour, and then we did a live Q&A with each site where the audience who were watching via the website and Facebook could ask questions from the site. And, you know, our hope with that was to share history and also hopefully people will go and see those sites when things kind of open back up. But, you know, for a lot of people, you know, when you're out West, you maybe aren't going to be able to easily travel all the way to the East Coast. And so this was a way for them to be introduced to new sites that they didn't know about. And one of the sites we had on the tour was Chaco Canyon in New Mexico. And it's a Native American site. It's very, very remote. It's a dark sky park that kind of gives you an idea. There's no internet there. There's no use. They had to film their tour ahead of time and then do the Q&A at another site. And it was really interesting. And a lot of people may not be able to get out there to see that site but it's important history. And so we were able to bring that to people and connect them with that. So that was that was really fun. We were able to reach a lot of people that way and bring exposure to some of these museums and sites. You can actually go to americasummerroadtrip.org and you can watch all the tours there. So we have all of the tours up and you can see those anytime. And I can send you the link so you can include it if you want in your in your notes. And then we're hoping to do that next year. You know, a lot of what we would like to do will depend on what funding we can kind of <laughs> come up with. But hopefully we can produce another road trip like that next year. But in the meantime, you're going to continue with the Thursday evening. Yes, absolutely. And we're working on our winter lineup right now. And we've got some really good stuff coming. So we're very excited about that. I can't wait. I'm on the mailing list. Excellent. <laughs> I love it. I love anything that makes history more accessible. I've been to Jake Shackle Canyon a long time mm -hmm. ago, and it is stunning. Yeah, It makes you realize that our history in which we live is pretty insignificant. <laughs> just a tiny right. little period little blip in the little bay. blip in a bigger <laughs> story it's so true it's so true <laughs> and carrie i look forward to seeing what else you create with history camp i really can't wait for it to be in person again because i intend to be there with my t-shirt and <laughs> thank you yeah definitely this is an amazing thing and how I ever thought it went on for decades, I don't know, but it, it, I, think it's a, I think it's a compliment to you because you've created an institution. Well, thank you. Thank you. We, you know, we couldn't do it without all the incredible people who come and present and attend every year and, and kind of keep us going. And it's really fun to just have everybody come together. And it's a great way to sort of democratize history. and. That's, so if someone is listening aspect. to this and they mm -hmm. think, 
I'd like to do a history camp in my city. Can they mm-hmm. contact you guys and find out how to do it? Well, they can contact us and we're involved in all of the new history camps that open up. So we kind of run them, but we always need someone locally there to help us with, you know, boots on the ground and what areas are good, what venues are good, all that sort of stuff. So definitely, if you're interested, just shoot me an email and I would be glad to talk to you. Fantastic. Thank you so much for being on The Photo Detective. Well, thank you for having me. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it on social media. Leave me a rating and a review. And if you know of a friend or family member who's also interested in family photographs, share this episode with them too. See you next time. I'm thrilled to be offering something new. Photo Investigations. These collaborative one-on-one sessions look at your family photos. You and I meet to discuss your mystery images and find out how each clue and hint might contribute to your family history. And trust me, these images can reveal so much in your research. I have decades of experience in the photo, genealogy, and history industries. This is your chance to learn from me and discover the stories in your family images. You can find out more by going to MaureenTaylor.com and clicking on Family Photo Investigations.